Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, I'm Kyla and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. Before we get into the word, Layla, can you please open us up in prayer, please? Yes. Lord, I just thank you for today and for allowing us to come together in your name, Lord, to edify and build up each other, Lord, to teach and to learn, Lord. And we enter into your gates with thanksgiving, Lord, and into your courts with praise, Lord. And we just magnify your name, Lord, and enjoy the day that you've made for us to enjoy today, Lord. And I ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Good morning, everybody, and welcome. We are wrapping up our study in 1 Corinthians. So, how about that? Hallelujah. Yes, and then we'll be on to the next book, which uh, the Lord is leading us to to discuss Romans. So, we'll give everybody a heads up on that. Um, but anyway, we're not done discussing this book yet. So, with that, let's get let's get to it, shall we? Okay. And can I get a volunteer to read from verse 13 through 24, please? I will. Watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. Let all that you do be done with love. I urge you, brethren, you know the household of Steph- Stephanus? That is the first fruits of Archaea. Archaea, sorry. Thank you. And that they have devoted themselves to the ministry of the saints that you also submit to such and to everyone who works and labors with us. I am glad about the coming of Stephan- Stephanus. Fort- oh. Fortunatus. Fortunatus. Sorry. It's okay. And Achaicus. There you go. Good job, sir. For what was lacking on your part, they supplied. For they refreshed my spirit and yours. Therefore, not such men. Therefore, acknowledge such men. Mm-hmm. The church of Asia greets you, Aquila and Priscilla, mm-hmm. greet you heartily in the Lord with the church that is in their house. All the brethren greet you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. The salutation with my own hand, Paul's. If anyone does not love the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be accursed. O Lord, come. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. May love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. So I know this is a, a and I'll say a closing of this letter, but there's still a, a considerable amount in there. So, yes, brother. I want to go first. Well, <laughs> yeah, good. Yes. Well, then I, I want to do it for fun. So I just want to, I want to encourage everyone when you're reading the Bible out loud, whenever you come across a word that you're not sure how to pronounce, just go right on by it like it like you knew what it was and just say it and keep on moving don't hesitate because everybody that i know that reads the bible on those words none of us know how to pronounce them right and there's even arguments amongst the scholars and most people don't know and they're just happy that you got through it that's right so don't let it hang up it's (laughs) not anything to worry about just say it however it comes out of your mouth and don't miss a beat that's right Keep moving. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, thank you for that, brother. Oh, you know. And and in addition to that, 
All right. There is also much to be gleaned (laughs) from what we just read. So, please, ask any questions you have, and most importantly, share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you. All right? So, I will open it up at this time for you guys to do that. So, who would like to begin? I have a question. Shoot. In my translation, verse 22, it says, Maranatha at the end. What does that mean? Oh, Lord, come. Oh. That's okay. Aramaic. That's, it has in my Bible. Aramaic? Aramaic? Yes. Oh. In Greek, it anathema. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a good, that one's not a good meaning. Mm-mm. Anathema, that means to ban something. Yes. Oh, that's cursed. So. Mm. What else? Okay, I guess I'll go be. I found verse 15 interesting where he was saying that he was saying, Paul was saying to acknowledge these people not and worshiping and saying that they're such great people, but he's saying to acknowledge them and say that, show that you're grateful for what they have done to you. And it just reminded me of how with my siblings, if they do something for me, we're told to say thank you. Because it acknowledges that they have done something for you instead of just walking by as though they owe it to you and that it's just their duty to be be your servant and do your will. Uh, you guys can't see my eyes there <laughs> making daggers towards them. Yes, you better be grateful. Absolutely. And appreciative. Mm-hmm. What else, Charles? And how Paul was saying that while he did all these things, it wasn't naturally for the people, but he was more so concerned about what the Lord wanted him to do in the moment. He Mm -hmm. wasn't saying, because you're Paul, I'm going to do this for you. He was saying, the Lord's telling me to do this. I don't care who you are. The Lord's just telling me to give this to you. And Paul's saying to acknowledge those people Mm -hmm. and to show that you're grateful for them instead of going on your way. Mm -hmm. And he wants to honor them. And it just reminds me of how... Daniel, I believe, how he was when he interpreted the dream for uh, King Nebuchadnezzar. No, I think it's the one that was just close to his name, like Belshazzar. I can't remember. Belshazzar? We know. That was Daniel, right? Belshazzar. Nebuchadnezzar's son. Belshazzar. And how he was willing to honor um, Daniel for interpreting what it said on the wall. And he was saying, I'm going to do all these things for you. Mm -hmm. And how Daniel was humble in it, but he was still honored in some ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's good. Anyone else? All right. Lil, did you want to go? Go ahead. No, Lil, you go. Okay. And interestingly... Um, Paul says, watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be mm-hmm. strong, let all that you do be done with love. Mm-hmm. It was uh, an encouraging reminder to me and what in any activity, no matter how small it may be, these are the things that God is looking for. These are the things that are required. Um, and the way he phrased it said, don't let your hate get out of control and seep out. So... I I was kind of asking him, I was like, what do you mean by that? I don't hate anybody. And he said, well, your actions may say differently. So even in the smallest thing that he asks you to do, let it be done with love. Even if it's um, 
like vacuuming the floor don't be bumping it against your parents couches or against your walls <laughs> scratching everything up on the way by because you're upset or because you don't want to do it but let it be done in love you go gently along the line um that's little. in your best interest yes naturally and spiritually yes uh-huh and just the love that you feel when doing something like that for another person the care that you take because that's the care you expect to receive you wouldn't want god to run his vacuum against your walls if he was doing such a thing we all want to be loved and so we must all show each other love and we all want to be cared for and our things respected so we must also care and respect others and their things so, so do unto others as you would have them do unto you yes oh. but i have a question for you you said something about hate seeping out is that right to have hate no it's not except to hate sin Ex yes. in your Ex own life except to hate <laughs> sin there should be no hating of anything or anyone it sh that should not be um a thing so your your love and your gentleness is what should be known uh -huh. to and by all concerning you but God is not interested in us shoving things down or repressing things. He's interested in us turning those things over to him, casting them out in the name of Jesus and um, being replenished and filled up, as Kyla said in a previous devotional, that, that cup being renewed and filled with the things of God. So if you're just shoving it down to your toes, rest assured at the at some point, it's going to come back out, right? Out of yes. the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you just shove it down into a corner, it's still there. But God wants it eradicated and replaced with his love. So that way, when, when you are tested, when hard time comes, what comes out of you is, in fact, the love of God and not anything else, right? Yes. It's okay. As you're adding to and you're listening to what God says, be mindful to take to heart and go back and ask him for more understanding when he speaks to you take it what he says but also ask him to expound upon it so you get the full revelation because hate should not be coming out of you those words should have been like Doo -doo -doo -doo, what and he said it's not what goes into a man that defiles him but what comes okay, out okay so if that's the language that god used with you bring your heart before him and let him point out to you which are those things that does not reflect him? And then ask him what goes there. You spent time in the word, so you should know. But in case it doesn't come readily to your mind, Holy Spirit is here to help. Let him tell you and let him pick out what doesn't belong. Not you, but let him pick out what does not belong and let him replace what should be there. Okay. Yes, mom. All right. We, we're not rug. You're not sweep it under the rug. People We're not patch it up and put a bandaid on it. But we are. Let God heal it. Let him purify our hearts. And we cooperate in that process by yielding ourselves and doing whatever it is that we find in the word to do and also what Holy Spirit says to us to do. Okay? Yes, Mom. Okay. Overflow with love. All right. What else? Or who else has something they want to share? I have something to share. Okay. Well, please do, sir. Okay. First Lord wanted me to talk about verse 14 where it says, Let all that you do be done 
Let all that you do be done with love. Mm-hmm. And he also pointed out to me verse 20 where it says, Greet, greet one another with the holy kiss. Mm-hmm. So the Lord showed me that, again tied to the, the to the previous devotional where we were talking about loving everybody. Mm-hmm. So the Lord was showing me that it's loving. Like, first I'll say it this way. Not, usually you made a mandate that when we come to the house, say hello mm-hmm. and, or say hi. So the Lord showing that with the same way, it's don't come inside with a stinky face and go, <laughs> man. Okay. And also loving one another. Like with the example that Lil gave with the vacuum and bumping it into stuff. Mm-hmm. And that how that's not really love. And it can't be love because you're doing it with a grudging heart. And like we were talking about the last devotional. Yes, the last devotional. Where we're talking about giving when some, when you're under stress, you typically try it. It's hard for you to give. So the Lord showed me that love is not love is not going, I don't really want to give this, but I'm going to give it to you. Give it to you anyway. But love is also going, I'm going to give this to you because, first of all, the Lord said, told me to give it to you. Mm-hmm. And also because... That, again, that's what the Lord told me to do. Mm-hmm. So God walks us through becoming perfected. He takes us through that process. So you may start out going, with, I'm just doing this because God told me to. I may not want to do it, but I'm going to do it. And God understands that and he will work with us. But he does desire that we continue on to see the bigger thing. To um, when he, When God was talking to Jonah and he told him to go to Nineveh, Jonah didn't want to because he didn't want to share the grace of God. He didn't feel like they should get it. It's for his people. God's word is for the the children of Israel. But God said he would show mercy to whom he would show mercy because it all belongs to the Lord. So God does expect us to come up in our thinking to move beyond just doing things grudgingly, but still getting it done, but to move into seeing his heart and to love with the same kind of love that he loves and couple that with our obedience because we love him. So God is not finding fault with us. If that's all we have at the moment is Lord, I really don't want to do this. Nevertheless, at your word, right? When Peter let down his, his net, I don't want to really do this. I just wash my nets, but nevertheless, because you told me to, I'm going to do it anyway. God can still use that. But as us, as his vessels, he does want us to come up to maturity to remember that God once had to do that for us. God once had to send Mm -hmm. grace to us when we were unlovable, when we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. So he wants us to come into that understanding and begin to demonstrate it so that it's all the way love and that there's no hint of fleshly or carnal implications with it. But it's perfected love coming out of us as he is in this world. So are we. So God can use it, but he wants us not to stop there. He wants us to continue to grow in him and move forward. Don't be condemned, but just understand, okay, keep working, keep working. Next time, do it with a smile. Next time, do it willingly. Next time, do it with that grace and that cheerfulness that God is calling us to, because it, it does matter to God. It's not an exclusion point, 
but we see more of the blessing when we are in both components of what all components of what God asked for. So he's not disclo- he's not disregarding us or pushing us away because we didn't, we don't do things perfectly, but he also wants us not to become complacent and strive to move forward and to do better each time. Oh, that was it. Okay. Anyone else? No. Oh, and I just wanted to say that reaching back with um, what you, everyone was saying, let all, let all that you do be done with love and mm-hmm. greeting each other um, with the holy kiss, remembering 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and how he said, if you do all these actions and don't couple it with the love of God, it's pointless. It, it really doesn't have the weight and the benefit that it's supposed to. Um, looking at just the first, the first two verses of chapter 13 again. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. Oh, okay, in verse 3, 2. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. So profit, meaning that's the P-R-O-F-I-T. You don't get any increase or the benefit from doing things. And the, the great thing is that God does not look on the outward appearance, but he looks on the inward man. So he knows us. He knows who we are. He knows our motives and our intentions. He knows our heart. He knows what we're doing and what's going on with us at the time. So we have no fear or need to be concerned with man's outward judgment of what we do or what we don't do, but that we're approved by God. That's what we're looking for is his well done, thou good and faithful servant. So. Mm -hmm. But our brothers should know we love them. Right. So throw them in there real quick. And sisters. That was part of Christ's high priestly prayer, right? That we would... They would know us or that we are one in unity through our love, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course, Paul is going to address that, right? But he addresses it right after he, he instructs us right, to watch, to stand fast in the faith, right? To hold fast, to, to be faithful, and to be brave and be strong. Aren't that, doesn't that sound familiar? It should sound exactly like what the Lord instructed Joshua. Yes. Through Moses, still in Deuteronomy. But then he instructs Joshua himself, you know, in the book of Joshua. Be strong and courageous. He says it three times in the course of just a few chapters. Three or four times. It's significant. It was in the first chapter, just the first one. In the first chapter, right, it's at least twice, if not three times. But again, there was a either a third or fourth time. In the book of Deuteronomy, I believe chapter 31, where Moses appoints, no, the Lord directed Moses to appoint Joshua as the leader over the people, (laughs) right? Be strong, be of good courage, right? Yes. Okay. So, of course, he's saying the same thing to us, right? Let's not shrink back in our faith. And then he's instructing us to do all with love. And And then I love this because you see here, Paul, using his authority as an apostle, also installs Stephanus and Achaia, right, as ministers of the household of the Lord, right? He says, hey, these two have, have dedicated their lives for ministry, for service to the Lord. 
and instructs the others to recognize them as such, right? And pay attention to what they're saying. And then we were talking in the last, at the end of the last lesson about, or the last Bible study, excuse me, about uh, the plan. All right, Paul was trying to put together a plan to help these people grow in the true knowledge of the Lord and, and our walk and how it should be walked out. And he, you see here, there's almost a continuation, right? Stephanus and, excuse me, Fortunatus, or Tenatus, excuse me, Anacacus, all right? You see all these, these people that are, are coming and assisting in the growth and development of the, the people in Corinth. And, um, you know, I, I really just love the manifold wisdom of the Lord, right? Even when, you know, it appears that some did not uh, or were unwilling or whatever way you want to phrase that to participate in the plan of the Lord, the Lord still has others. And there's opportunity for those that are willing to and choose to be involved, to be involved, you know? The Lord always makes a way. And then... Um, you know, there's, a, there's another thing that really stood out to me, and, and you guys already commented on it a little bit, right? Uh, which is verse 22, right? If anyone does not love the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be accursed. And then he says, O Lord, come. Right? Now, we can look at that from a number of different perspectives, right? And, and the first, it, it sounds, right? It can appear as though... Paul speaking opposite what the Lord's saying, right? Where he says, bless and do not curse, right? Yes. On the surface, it may sound like that. But is that actually what he's saying? No. Okay. You're correct. No, that's not what he's saying. He's actually bringing up two things. One is something that he already addressed in chapter 12, mm -hmm. verse 3, right? He says, therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and that no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. What is, deep down, what is the point and purpose of all of Paul's letters? To, to exhort the uh, churches to come back to Christ, essentially? To mm -hmm. direct them to Christ all of them, to direct them to Christ, and yes, exhort them, encourage them, build them up in the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, so it sounds kind of harsh, right? But it's something that he's already said, even in this letter, right? And we've seen this, this pattern, if you will, where Paul keeps bringing up stuff that he's already addressed, right? And, and providing an example or reiterating it or... Right, so that they don't forget. And it's not something that he only did here. Right? We can look at Galatians. Right? Again, Paul is writing to only prove out Christ and who he is and to direct people to Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Right? And, and in Galatians 1, um, I'll say 7 through 9, right? Um. There's, he, he addresses this, right? If you hear of another gospel, or right, it's not even a gospel, evidently some people are troubling you 
and trying to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, should present a gospel contrary to the one we presented to you, he says it again, let him be under a curse. And in verse 9, as we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be under a curse. And it's not the only time he says it, actually, even to, that was Galatians, chapter 1. It says again in Galatians chapter 3, right? And, and this is the tying it together. Because with what he was saying in chapter 12, right? That's essentially calling Jesus accursed. Then they put themselves under the law. As we were discussing, it's the law of sin and death, right? So Galatians 3, he addresses it and he says, For many as are the works of the law, of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not continue in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident. For the just shall live by faith. Right, isn't that the exact thing that he was exhorting them to do? Right? In verse 13, 1 Corinthians 16, 13? Yes. Okay. The just shall live by faith. And then he says, Yet... The law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. Right? Sounds awful lot like Christ, right? I didn't come to abolish the law, meaning the books of Moses, right? Yes. But to fulfill them. Okay? Doesn't that sound familiar? He's fulfilling the law as we should be fulfilling the law. But what he was doing was showing us the pattern example of how we should be fulfilling the law that is Christ was showing us as he is the pattern and example. Right? Again, it's not just following the law. Right? There doesn't have to be faith, if you will, to follow the law, but to do things Christ's way in following the law. Right? Which is why when we go back to Romans 8, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit, right? The Spirit, yes. the law of the Spirit of life in Jesus Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. So, in what Paul is saying, there is a choice that's that's being made by the individual to not believe Christ. That is their choice, right? Yes. But he's also in there encouraging them don't let it dissuade you. Don't let yourself be deceived by what they may be saying or doing. Right, which goes right back to verse 13. Watch. Stand fast. Regard yourself. Examine yourself. Remain in the faith. Don't look to the left or the right, essentially. Exactly what he told Joshua. Meditate on his word, on him, day and night. And then also in, in watching and examining ourselves. Do all things in love. That's how Christ operated his entire life and earthly ministry. God is love. Mm-hmm. So they should see Christ in and through us, through our actions, and in what we say and how we say it and what we do and how we do it. Every aspect of our life. So I just wanted to, you know, I felt led to discuss that. All right? And, and let's remain until the end, 
whether that is the end of our time on this earth and fulfilling all that the Lord has for us to fulfill, or until the Lord comes back, right? Yes. yes. So that he would find faith on the earth. Amen. 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 And um, let's let's with that let's pause there, <laughs> and uh, so we're gonna stop there for today. Um, but I, I'll before we close out in prayer, I want to say this is well, it's been a, a long <laughs> and um, I'll say intensive study um, of the Book of Corinthians. Uh, I've definitely enjoyed it and enjoyed what everyone has shared because of course the Holy Spirit has revealed it and we've discussed it as we've come and um, you know I look forward to to the next book which as we're being led is the book of Romans so um, we will connect a um, a link in the description for uh, just an overview um, for people to you know to look at to, to preview and Allow the Lord to minister to ahead of time. So, I just want to remind all of our listeners out there, if they would, um, please uh, give comments, feedback, mm-hmm. positive, negative, Amen. good, bad, whatever you want to look at it, how this, um, how this impacted you, how it could have impacted you better. If there's uh, ways that you could draw more from it, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out at a day of prayer uh, at yahoo.com with your feedback. We'd appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And always, um, you're welcome to support this ministry. It doesn't happen for free. So if you feel so led, as we were talking about our previous, um, please reach out with support as well, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you, brother. Can I get someone to close out in prayer, please? I will. In your name, Lord Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for today, God, and we thank you for all our listeners and our partners, God, that you bring them in there more than abundant, God, and that you're touching their lives, God, and that you're executing everything that you've planned and placed on this ministry, God. Lord, I ask you to bring them in, God, to bring more partners and listeners, God, to bring them more in, God, so that we can continue to to spread the good news, God. Lord, we just thank you for this time to gather together, God, and to learn more about you, God, and that you're a good God, and that you help and keep everything we commit to you. We just thank you in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Again, we love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.